chasing excellence today. Chasing excellence today. Knowing damn well, damn well, as we chase excellence, as you chase perfection, as you chase to be the master of your craft, that freaking standard is so damn high, you'll never reach it. Okay, but I know the people we lining up against, they ain't got it. They ain't chasing it like we are. All right? You chase it every damn day. Everything you got, give it all you got one day at a time. Okay? And you'll be there when it's all said and done. You understand? Us together as a team. All right, let's go. Work on me. We got field goal, field goal block. One, two, three. Work. Well, there you go. They're still uh, getting after it training camp. Um, I know it's a frustrating day for Sooner fans, but I guess we got to uh, recognize they're still putting the work in out there. Still going to be a good season. Still got plenty of good stuff out there on the horizon for us. Uh, frustrating day, but um, just had a had the scrimmage over the weekend. There's some pretty good notes coming out of that on several different guys. So despite the number one player in the country ditching Oklahoma apparently weeks ago, Tyler. Yeah, well, and that's, that's what I was about to say, man, is that you, you kind of – after the crystal balls that were thrown out yesterday afternoon about 24 hours ago, you came in today kind of expecting this, but it, it almost hurt worse after all the comments that he had after the announcement, right? That yeah. – Oklahoma was on top for the longest. They were at the top of his list for a while. Then in June, he thought hard about committing to Georgia. He almost did. Tennessee was in there for a bit. But Missouri just stayed consistent, and over time they moved up the list, and he ended up committing to them over Georgia, not OU. So it just makes me wonder, if OU was on top for the longest for so long, what happened here for not only Missouri to jump OU, but Georgia as well? Did Missouri Boy. and Georgia just have the two most enticing NIL offers on this one? Well, I'm sure that Missouri probably had the most enticing NIL offer. Georgia probably had something solid to go along with um, two recent national championships, trying to go for a third and like – Maybe the team to beat in the or not maybe the team to beat in the country right now. So I think Georgia had a lot going for him. Question is, is like when was Oklahoma legitimately in it, and when were they legitimately out of it? I mean, that's that's kind of what I want to know. Well, by his it was Oklahoma on top for the longest. They were on the top of my list for a while. Then in June, I really thought hard about committing to Georgia. So yeah. it almost feels like at some point in June is when it really started to turn against OU? Yeah. Is that, is that kind of how you read into that? Well, yeah, maybe. But, like, after he thought about that, it may have still been Oklahoma. Whenever he didn't commit to Georgia, it may have still have been Oklahoma on top. You know, I guess doesn't necessarily mean that they had to drop completely out of it. But, yeah, I, hey, I don't know. It sounds like, um, you know, there was – a lot of people that wanted him to go stay close to home and go to Missouri. So, you know, I don't know how big of an influence anyone was on him necessarily making his choice, but it sounds like there were at least yeah. some people around him that were that were at least uh, suggesting that. So and you, perhaps it, that was a factor. You mentioned this, but his high school coach, Jamar Mosey, former Sooner, apparently he said that when Ari informed Eli Drinkwitz a couple of weeks ago that he was coming to Mizzou. So hmm. obviously the late – Buzz for Mizzou was warranted, 
Uh, he told him that he was coming to Missouri. So I, I wish I was more confident in a potential flip here down the stretch, but if it's actually Georgia that's second, then I obviously not 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 confident that oh you can flip this one before signing day. Yeah. Well And if they I mean they got a lot of work to do is what it looks like to me if they're sitting at number three right now. Right. And you know, he's the number one player in the country. He I know Missouri got the commitment. Everyone that has any type of in with him is not going to let up until until signing Georgia, day. We know that. Georgia included, yeah, for sure. 949, his mom was the huge factor. I think that's the latest rumor going on right now on the uh, interwebs. Yeah. 405, hope he has fun getting doubled every play. We were close. Shrug him. We were close as in all caps, so that's that still doesn't sit well with people. <laughs> Nice. K-Dub and the 918, amazed how often they come up short on these must-have game-changing recruits. Can't even beat out Missouri for kids now. OU will be fine for sure, but to be elite, you need players like this in multitude, and we miss far too often to be talking about championships. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, man. Georgia missed out, too, okay? Um... Like whenever you say can't believe we we lost out to Missouri, Georgia lost out to Missouri too, right? Oregon wasn't he in on Oregon too at some point or well, want to take he, a trip out there? He 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 did take an Oregon visit what like two week two or three yeah. weekends ago. See, everyone missed out or lost out to Missouri. It wasn't just Oklahoma. I I know that that's frustrating, but. I, I'd rather lose out to Missouri than I would to Georgia. Well, yeah, or, if, you, or, if you have any hopes of flipping him, for, for sure, regardless of well, what the NIL package not is. Even, not even flipping him. It's just like Georgia's going to be more of your competition here in the next couple of years than Missouri is. You know? I. And whenever you lose out to Missouri, I think we know what you lost out to. You didn't lose out to culture you didn't lose out to coaching staff. You didn't lose out to what the future holds and how many games you may win. That's not what you lost out to. I think we all could see. Nine one eight Georgia wins out more than losing out. Peyton yes. says problem is Georgia already has five of him on the roster. Yes. Uh, Ray T and Shawnee, how quickly we forget. We wouldn't even be on kids like this two years ago. There's a lot of truth to that, Ray T. Yeah. And, and how many top 100 defensive linemen you are in on, which that number is well, four. And, I mean, here's like the next like, – I don't think they should change anything that they're doing. Right? I, think, uh, I don't think they should change anything that they're doing. Um, but, like, the next logical question is, well – are we wasting a bunch of time and resources going after recruits that are out of our caliber? You know what I'm saying? And I think the answer is no, but I, it seems like at this point you could make that a legitimate question. I think what they're yeah. doing is fine. The only thing that I would say is we need more NIL money. And everyone's going to be pissed off about losing out to Missouri, and you're going to be losing out to a big NIL deal. But, you know, we don't have the coffers right now. 
We don't have the buildup of NIL cash that we should. They, they don't. My, my only question would be, and I'm not saying that they wouldn't. I'm just I'm legitimately asking. If the NIL money is there, would you see would you see that big of a change from the head coach in recruiting with NIL, if you get what I'm saying? Yes. Because I, I think he's made it No, He does not want the NIL to be the focal point of the recruitment. And I think that you can make NIL part of the recruitment without it being you know, the most important part. But you're saying, yes, the NIL money is there, and in a situation like this, they would have matched whatever Missouri was throwing out? Well, I can't say what they would or wouldn't match or what they would or wouldn't offer, but I know if they had a bigger pile sitting there, the numbers that they'd be willing to go to on on different guys would be would be different, right? I mean, that's just how it works. Scotty Takati, I love that name. That's nice. I think we lost out on an in-state kid. That is a tough battle to win. If he wants to play for his home school, then respect to him, but I would never want to outbid a kid to come to OU. Well, it's kind of the nature of things these days, unfortunately. Yeah. But, I mean, we can still land a really, really good defensive line edge recruiting class there's still plenty of really the best good prospects one in recent memory if, if if you close if you close with stone if you close with okoye if you close with mckinley and nigel smith then that easily is the best defensive that's a lot of ifs there that's four ifs okay i get well, that but if you get three of those four um along with what you have with Jaden jackson i think that that would qualify as your best defensive line class in maybe over a decade well yes I will say, though, and I don't know anything about the recruitment of this kid. All I know is what I've heard from you and Thune. Um, I, it's going to be harder to get McKinley out of Louisiana than it is uh, Winnery out of Missouri, well, I would say. Well, I mean, it's not, just, uh, it's not just LSU with McKinley, though. Texas, a lot of people think Texas leads that recruitment right now. And the same yeah. thing is true for Texas with what you just said for OU, but I – I bring up this story probably way too much when we talk about Louisiana kids, but I heard a podcast with Urban Meyer on it um, where he got mad at his recruiting staffer one time while he was at Florida for scheduling a recruiting visit to an elite prospect in the state of Louisiana. Urban Meyer said, what are you doing? Why are you wasting my time sending me out to Louisiana for this highly ranked kid? He's going to LSU. That's what happens there. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the thing is like, when there he went to an in-state school in Missouri that hasn't sniffed anything of of purpose in a really long time, and you're trying to get another kid out of LSU where that's like the hardest place to get kids out of, and LSU is gearing up to have a really good year. They're a top five yeah. team right now. Peyton's. Like, yeah, those no. two things are like drastically different situations. Peyton says we got to make a, a big step this season. Well, just in terms of like the overall program, yes, but yeah, man. When we look at recruiting moving forward, I'm sure the six and seven season. Uh, I don't know how much Missouri could negatively recruit that with the year that they had, but I'm sure Georgia and Tennessee and Oregon and a whole lot of other teams are trying to do that to OU at the six and seven year. Sure. Um, yeah, man. Not not only do they have to take a big step this season. I think especially defensively, man. They they definitely need to take a massive step. Because as much as the 6-7 and seven was pointed out, I'm sure that final defensive ranking has been pointed out this cycle as well. 
Yeah. So just for your future recruitment in 24 and beyond, for many reasons, but in recruiting too, they got to make a huge step this year defensively. Yeah. I th- you know, I'm still I'm still pretty surprised. There is a there's a pretty large amount of Sooner fans. And I, I don't know how large it is, but it's way more than I ever would have thought. But there's a there's a pretty decently sized group and I bet they would show up on the text line that legitimately think Venables ain't got it as a head coach. You you think so? You think? Yeah. Or okay. Well, why don't you ask him, and I'll see if that's the case or not. Let us know. Four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine. Does Venables ain't got it as a head coach? Let us know. Yeah, I I talk to people, and I think people want to believe, but you know, it makes it hard after the six and seven season, and I. I think we lost some games in some pretty bad ways, you know, and that leaves people feeling a certain way, and it's totally understandable. I mean, I don't, I don't agree with them, but you know, it's hard to really, it's hard to really say much, you know, until they go out there and prove it different. But I, there's a lot of people that feel that way, man. Hmm. First two responses: Venables is good, Teddy is wrong. Uh, I think BB's <laughs> got it. BB is I, still the godfather in my eyes, so we've got getting some yeses here. I'm wrong. What does that mean? I'm wrong. I didn't say that he doesn't have it. Said there's uh, more fans out there than you would think that say he don't. What does that even mean? I'm gonna read a handful. God, I hate when people don't listen. Brent's got it. Ladonna from Lubbock. BB will win a Cincinnati. Uh, the Let's see, he hasn't proved that he does got it, so what are you trying to say? <laughs> he blanking has all of it, says Scotty Takati. Okay. Uh, the people who don't have faith in Brent are idiots. They're coming in so fast. I mean, he's got it. He's got it. Jeez. Uh, Untrue, Calmus, like 100% I f- believe in Venables. I think, the, I think the ain't got it's probably quit listening after the Winnery decision today. Yeah, maybe so. They're, they've retired for the day. Um. So I think like 95% are saying, oh, he got it, Lyman, what are you talking about? He got it. Sark's Vodka did say, got to beat Texas this year. Yes, it's the most important game on the schedule. It it does feel like to me, and and Texas has always been OU's biggest, uh, not only on the field rival, but recruiting rival as well. But for whatever reason, this kind of feels like early, mid-2000s when that rivalry was really going and how important that game was to recruiting. It feels like we're kind of, maybe not there, where Adrian Peterson, depending on where he goes, could meet, you know, who wins a football game, could depend on where he goes. But it like the stakes for recruiting this year, for as many times as they've gone head-to-head for players, it's it feels like a huge deal for recruiting this season. Yeah. I wish Adrian Peterson or someone like that would have said, I'm going to whoever wins the OU Texas game this year. How cool would that be? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tickets were already expensive enough. They would have yeah. doubled in prices there. Yeah. All right. Well, no, I'm with you. I, I think it, I think it has more to do with like 
we we took a shot. Like we took a haymaker, and we're staggered a bit. And like, can we come back? Can we answer the bell? Like, I, it's like, it's not so much about how good Texas is doing. It's about how like we are all of a sudden, like not on top, right? Yeah, we're not controlling the pace, and it's put us in an uncomfortable spot. We better we better get back in the fight really quickly here with the good season. So you made the point earlier, and um, it's been a dark day today, you know. But one of the more darker comments that you made today is, "Well, Bo, you didn't win the conference this year, buddy. It could be a while until they win the conference again, right?" Well, it's been it's been five thousand days since Texas has won a conference title. Their favorite. Well, that's what I was saying that for Texas. Oh, I thought you were mentioning it for No, MU. I was okay. saying, like, I'm going to tack on another 5,000 days Perfect. for Texas. Uh, 5,000 days. Year. They are the favorite to win it this year. I'm led to believe it'll be a disappointing year if they don't win the conference this year. They don't win it this season. Yeah, maybe tack on another 5,000 days for those guys. Mm hmm. That's right. That could get into a comical number if they don't win it this season. 8,653 for Nebraska. We're at 5,000 for Texas. And they're lucky there was a second left on the clock when Colt McCoy threw that ball away. Yeah. Otherwise, it'd be since, what, 05 since they'd won a conference championship. That's right. Um, Huh. I'm trying to think. Our last one was what? 2020, yeah. It's been a while since we. How won do you one. forget that game when Matt Campbell, you, you, <laughs> screaming at the officials for forty-five seconds? Well, I don't. I didn't forget that game. I just couldn't remember if we had been back since then. But no. twenty-one was uh, Baylor and uh, State. Right, man. Do you th- I, I wonder if Matt Campbell screamed at his uh, guys for betting like he did at the official. Oh, I guarantee on that it. Miss call. Yeah, they've essentially, I mean, Iowa State was going to be really solid, but they've lost, I think, five starters now? Starting quarterbacks out, running backs out, one of their defensive linemen left the team. I think he was the guy that uh, bet against Texas, <laughs> bet yeah. against his own team, so that's at least three. I, I think I think it's five starters. Uh, it, it may not quite be that, but it's significant, and... I mean, that's the one thing that they – the luxury that they don't have is a whole lot of depth. They've, they've developed some guys, and their their starters are pretty salty. But, man, de- once you start to get into the depth, they're going to struggle. So, it's going to be tough. I guarantee he's mad. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Keep hitting the text on 651-3439. We'll be back. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. A little bit of sweet and a whole lot of heat. Rom's new sweet and spicy Gouda Burger is packed with mouth-watering flavor. We start with a fresh-baked artisan multigrain bun, top it with a sizzling burger patty and bacon, add a little mayo, and then throw on the heat with apple habanero barbecue sauce and jalapenos. Oh, and we can't forget the smoked Gouda cheese melted to perfection. Brahms sweet and spicy Gouda Burger, available for a limited time at Brahms. Jeff Lister here with Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Have you been looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? We are constantly receiving new inventory and have a wide selection of Silverados and SUVs. At Knippelmeyer, we still do business the same way we have for 63 years. So, if we don't have the exact model you're looking for, we'll order it for you, and when it gets here, that's the price you pay. Come see us in Blanchard. 
Give us a call at 405-485-3333 or check us out on the web at knippelmeyer.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. You've joined the ref for years with our 68-team giveaway in March. Now, we're giving you a shot at college football glory in our first annual Gridiron Giveaway. Join us Monday, August 21st from noon to 7 p.m. at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond, 909 West I-35 Frontage Road, as we give away 70 teams from all the Power 5 conferences. If you get one of the four teams that make it to the playoffs, you will win one of four major grand prizes. There will also be hourly instant giveaways throughout the day. Oh, there it is. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's the Refs Gridiron Giveaway, Monday, August 21st from noon to 7 at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond. Come early and stay all day for the fun and for your shot at college football glory. Caring for an aged loved one can be challenging. Let us help your family. At Arbor House Assisted Living and Memory Care in Norman, we offer a safe and loving environment with a full-time licensed nurse, medication assistance, emergency call system, along with housekeeping and laundry services. Come tour our beautiful community. Call 405-292-9200 or visit us online at arborhouseliving.com. We want to help your family so you can be part of ours. With custom signs and graphics from Fast Signs, you can say anything. Invite the world to discover that thing that makes your business unmistakably yours. Make your statement in lights or metal, on a van, across the windows. Make it unforgettable. Together, anything is possible. Bright ideas, brilliantly executed, can turn the mundane into the marvelous. Transforming your space begins at our place. Power your business visibility and make your statement with Fast Signs. Call Fast Signs of Norman, 405-701-2890. Diane from Michigan, a disabled senior citizen trying to get by. Henry from Florida, a veteran fighting to make ends meet. Elena from Arizona, a mother struggling to feed her daughter. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I support Feeding America because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year, like Diane, Henry, and Elena. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. It is the rush on the ref, the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, bringing you the sour of the rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, and hey, from all of us here at the ref, even Teddy, we want to wish a very happy birthday to Superman himself. You may know him as Roy Williams. Uh, it is Superman's birthday today. How about that? Happy birthday to Roy. Happy I don't know birthday. if you texted him and said, thank you for leaving your feet, but it is his birthday today. Mm. Mm-hmm. 19 days until kickoff in Norman. I put this on our uh, social media platforms, but, you know, I, I think the Michael Thompson story is a very interesting one. Um, it, it, starter on the 2000 team, very unfortunate that he gets in a serious car accident in 2001 and then works his way back, works his way back, works his way back, gets back, gets his speed back to where – it was pretty similar as to where it was when he was a starter in 2000. And he kind of closed his career by making one of, if not the biggest plays in that OU Alabama game in 03 on that fake punt. It was awesome. Yep. Really, really good to see. 
Yeah, he was messed up bad, man. In that wreck, he was uh, he was really messed up bad. But uh, to be able to fight back, long process, and have a, have a key play, a big play like that in that stadium um, at that moment was really really cool. It's the loudest it had been all game long. Yeah, it was uh, what what was it at the time? It was thirteen to ten, I think. Bama yeah, we had were just, like on our our yeah, own like twenty five yard way, line too, weren't we? Way back, they had just scored a touchdown, thirteen ten. Looks like you guys are going to go three and out. And then the fake punt, and then the bomb to Brandon Jones the next play, and that was kind of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Very cool. That was an awesome moment. That was a that was a really fun game to play in, and such a good dude, man. He was a he was a great great teammate. So, yeah, that was awesome. Very very fun story. AP top twenty five poll out today. You tell me yeah. who's the most overrated team in the top ten? Georgia at one, Michigan at two, Ohio State at three, Bama at four. LSU at five, USC at six. Yes. LSU or USC? USC. Yeah. They may not look overrated the first six games, but the last six games they absolutely yeah. could look overrated. And well, here's the thing: I they are not. I don't know. Maybe this is the wrong way to say it. They have the best quarterback in the country by a long shot. I. How good can he make them? I don't know. Probably pretty good. But like, if you compare the other 99% of their rosters, they ain't close to Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Bama, LSU. They're just not close to those teams. It's He's so good at quarterback that he makes up for a lot of that. But I don't know like how long can you live like that, you know? It's going to be tough on the back end. Like, I could see him doing something incredibly special and running the table on the back end, but, man, it's going to be really hard. Yeah, I just don't see it. The, the blueprint's out. And I think the blueprint for people that have been paying attention for a Lincoln-Riley team with a great offense, it's, it's been available for several years. But you mm-hmm. saw it last year. If you're a football team that's tough in the trenches, can run the ball, and stick with the run game, you're going to probably eventually win out. And it didn't feel like they had a ton of teams on their schedule last year that could execute that blueprint. This year's a little bit different, man. I think Notre Dame's going to be better than a year ago. We saw Utah do it twice last year. They're on the schedule again. Washington's got a big-time quarterback. I think Oregon can run the ball as well. Like It is a much, much tougher yeah. schedule than last year. Much tougher. No doubt. And not only is it a more difficult schedule – it's all like condensed in like one portion of the season instead of spread out. Yeah, and it's – it's not the division thing, so the top two teams are playing. So they're going to have to beat most likely one of those teams twice, or right, you know, like play them twice. Definitely, yeah. Drawing Oregon and Washington—that's that's tough. Right. That's that's really tough. Um, I think the next most overrated is Florida State. Um. I don't know how far back I'd have them necessarily, but, I mean, it's amazing that a team that, you know, they went on that winning streak to close out the season. I think they won six straight, but they didn't beat a ranked team in those six straight. Um, the only ranked teams that they played last year was Wake, NC State, and Clemson. They lost all three of those games in a row. Now, they did beat 
Louisiana State really early in the year, 24-23. Yeah, LSU was a um, different team at that point. But I, they beat what apparently is a crappy Oklahoma, a 6-6 six and six Oklahoma team at the time by three, a depleted had to rally, Oklahoma had team. Had to rally to do so. O- OU yeah. was – should have won they, the football. They game. had everyone, and Oklahoma had opt outs and injuries, and were, was a massively depleted team. And I don't know. I guess. No, I'm fine with that. I like, wasn't I, all I, that impressed. I, with I don't them. know if I would have them outside the top 20, but maybe closer to 15. Like, I look at Oregon. I think Oregon could absolutely be a better team than Florida State this year. Like, yeah. just teams ranked behind them. I think Clemson's better. I think Washington's better. Um, Tennessee. Like, there's five teams that I could see better than uh, Florida State this year. And all offseason, I felt like LSU's going to win that game. I feel really good about LSU winning that game, even though it's in Orlando. I think think LSU might beat Florida State by ten points. Neutral field, who would you have, Kansas State or Florida State? Ooh, man. Neutral field, I – God, I think that'd be one hell of a game. No. I guess I'd take Florida State, but I don't even I don't feel good about that. No, I don't either. I mean, that's kind of the point. Kansas State is 16. Uh, like, Florida State's like that next tier. Because if I asked you Kansas State against, like, LSU or Ohio State or Michigan. Take all those teams. You take all of those teams. But when I start asking you about like Florida State or um, or Washington or I'm probably I mean, Tennessee, maybe I don't know, like in a one off game, if 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 we get what I expect from Kansas State this year, which is going to be a really tough team on the line of scrimmage. Um, they're going to be really difficult to beat with their formula. How about that number eight Florida State team on a neutral field against the number 20 team in the AP poll, the University of Oklahoma? Mm. Saw them play recently. Oh, you had several starters out, and if there's not a fumble in that game, OU wins it. And that was not a neutral site, by the way. No, it was not. Uh, that was like 90-10 uh, Florida State to Oklahoma. At least it felt like, I mean, there was, may have been more OU fans there than that, but just saying overwhelmingly Florida State. Um, Gosh, I don't know how much better Florida State has gotten, but we are going to be much better than we were in that football game. Much better. All right, now, if that means that we would beat Florida State on a neutral side, I'm not necessarily sure, but I guess it's really hard to gauge. Oh, like, we are a very difficult team to gauge right now. Very difficult. Well, it sounds like, and this is probably the case for, you know, most teams, especially outside the top five or the top eight, but I, I, we've been bragging about safety and corner, and then apparently in the scrimmage they didn't have their best day. Now, could that be because of an install? Potentially, yes, but I, I don't want to say that it's the sign of an inconsistent football team, but just when we start bragging about a position group, then you hear yeah. coming out of a scrimmage, yeah, they didn't have a, their best day. Well, they didn't have a great day. I don't think that there's any doubt that, we have an inconsistent football team. Like, that's what we have right now. Um, and I think that that is probably going to be the – that's going to be the case until we prove other, prove otherwise. And it takes a while to prove that you're consistent, right? I mean, if we show up and win the first three games, that doesn't prove that we're a consistent football team. 
I mean, you've got to do it against good opponents, against bad opponents, on the road, at home, neutral site, uh, when your team is really up and healthy, whenever you're down and maybe you're banged up. Like, it's hard to prove consistency. We're a long ways away from that. OU is going to have a number uh, next to its logo on the Score Center app, and it's a twenty on it. And I don't, I don't hate that twenty number. It's fine. Works in with the personality of this team. Yeah, what they're trying to erase after last season. All good. Yeah. Now I, I would prefer not to be ranked twentieth next year, um, but for this year, after a six and seven season, that's fine. It's okay. Let them prove it. Woo. They've had all yeah. the offs, all the. Uh, all the uh, negative uh, talk that they could uh, that they could handle this off season, it's it's been there. They they don't have to go searching for, you know, uh, locker or uh, bulletin board material. No, 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 no. It's all over the place. I saw something today. It just you know came across the timeline. Some college football. It was like blue blood something. Had Oklahoma pick like sixth or seventh in the Big Twelve, going seven and five. Six or seventh in the Big Twelve? Yeah, I had us going seven and five, and I was like, "Hey, Jeez. that's they have us improving over last year. It's not bad. Can't be mad at them for that." OU did have what? Or excuse me, ESPN did have what we'll learn about each team in the top twenty-five in September. Let's see what ESPN says. Did the patches fix the leaky defense? Year one of the Brent Venables era was a nightmare for the long-term defensive coordinator. Yeah, they list all the stats. Thank you. Venables started his fixes up front, signing six trans. Okay, then this is just what ESPN does. Yep. Did they fix it? Here are the numbers. Here's who they bring in and who's here they play. So I'll spare you the giant paragraph that they have here. They don't really have an opinion. They don't know. They don't know if he has or not. What we'll learn about OU in September, like, they'll have time to work out the kinks with the manageable September schedule. Okay. Yeah. I thought, I thought we were going to get like maybe more of a an opinion or something on that. I guess I guess not. I mean, I don't know. We do have a manageable September schedule, but we've got we got five games in September. Um, is that a good thing? I probably like you're you got five right out of the gate that are all very winnable games before you go play Texas. Um, we'll learn a lot about ourselves. We'll learn a lot about Texas. Um, I'm 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 less worried about Iowa State now than I was with them having you know several starters out. Like I'm not I'm still think that that's going to be um, one of those games. that's probably going to be closer closer than you'd want it to be. But uh, I feel strongly about it. We should be able to roll into OU Texas game feeling pretty good there's, about what we got. There, yeah, like, maybe no we don't excuses. necessarily know. Because we haven't been, like, super I th- no, tested. No, I think, I think you'll know everything you know about Texas, like you said. I think OU, at least how it should be, because they should be undefeated, there will still be very much an unknown element to OU going into that game. Yeah. It'll be the perfect right. game. Like, I think I think there's a very good chance that OU is a double-digit favorite in all of the first five games of the year. Yeah. The only one that they wouldn't be was pro- would probably be at Cincinnati. Yeah, that that's going to be an interesting game now. But, you know, the good thing is we're going to get to see Cincinnati kind of sell out a little bit whenever they go play Pitt. I mean, that's going to be a big game, and like that's going to be a tough one on the road for them, and we'll see what they're all about. They're not going to be – I mean, they're not going to be saving a whole lot uh, scheme-wise 
after that one. So, all right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Couple of segments left here at Newcastle Casino. Stay tuned. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Attention all Sooner fans. Don't miss your chance to secure your seats for the 2023 Oklahoma football season today. Season tickets start at $400, and being a season ticket holder is the only way to guarantee the best seats for all six home games. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit Soonersports.com slash commit23. That's Soonersports.com slash commit23. Or contact the OU Athletic Ticket Office by phone at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner. You're a member of the Ref Army, and we know you want to show it this football season. Just visit kref.com, click the KREF store link on the menu, and check out our fresh line of shirts like the official Ref Army tailgate shirt. Say goodbye to the Big 12 with our Thanks for the Trophies shirt, and join us in our pink shirt to salute Julie Venable's fight with breast cancer, for which a portion of every purchase will be donated to Stevenson Cancer Center. Find all of that and more at the KREF store. The KREF store, the home of Sooner fans to suit up for the Ref Army. Things are heating up at Riverwind. With over 2,000 of your favorite games. And the final Beats and Bites of the summer. Beat the heat with Gary Allen and enjoy all your favorite food trucks on August 26th. Get your tickets online or at the box office for only $10. Riverwind really is the best place to play. It's the happiest day ever. Coach Stoops here for Van Hoos Fence. If you want to work with the best local fence company and get championship service, contact my friend Mark and the Van Hoos Fence team. Van Hoos Fence gives each customer the most professional craftsmanship and competitive pricing in Oklahoma. From wood to chain link to vinyl to metal fences, the Van Hoos Fence team does it all. Contact the Fencing All-Americans at Van Hoos Fence, 405-735-1167 or vhfence.com. Hi, I'm Tim Lasher from my company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We install quality York products. The award-winning York Affinity Series is Energy Star rated and features a money-saving two-stage compressor design. Plus, every Affinity system comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty and a lifetime warranty on the compressor. Now, you don't need to tell us anybody sent you. Just call the office and ask for me. I own the company. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 579-3113. Get up to $550 in rebates now on qualified York components at Lasher Home Comfort Systems. My daughter was diagnosed with a rare malignant rhabdoid tumor on the spine. They sent her straight to St. Jude. My hope was gone. But when you get there, everyone's like, hey, we're not going to give up. And when you see other people not giving up on your child, that makes all the difference in the world. When I found out I didn't have to pay, I was just grateful. They saved my baby's life. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. know what to do if you're stuck on the railroad crossing? Get out of your vehicle. If a train is not approaching, find the blue and white emergency notification system sign on the traffic signs at the crossing. For help, call the number on the sign and give them the crossing number so they know your location and can alert train traffic. Remember, find the blue and white to save your life. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. 
And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Oh, you had another training camp practice today. There was a scrimmage on Saturday. And with classes at OU starting next Monday, it looks like uh, OU will have its next scrimmage on Wednesday. They're trying to take full advantage of the days before classes begin next Monday. So next scrimmage coming up is Wednesday. Maybe the safeties didn't have their best day, a chance to redeem themselves. And I uh, am very interested if Dylan Gabriel can continue to be consistent and play to high level like he seemingly has all training camp up to this point. Yeah. You think there's, like, if I just read off his statistics to you, where all, do you think he'll be better everywhere? Through for 3,100 yards, 62% completion, 25 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. Passing, what do you think? Do you expect more in all of those, except for interceptions, obviously? You think that's numbers going to be about the same? I, I actually, I mean, I think that they're going to win more games this year. And in those games that they win, I think that they're going to be, you know, ahead by a healthy margin. So that one's just not the quick yes because of how I think some of the games are going to break down. And maybe these new clock rules, I, I think that those are interesting as well. I'll, I'll, I'll still say that he goes – I'll say he still goes slightly over that. Completion, 62.7. That's got to be better, man. I mean, it's okay. it just – it has to be. So I'll, I'll say yes. Okay, here's the big one for me. Um, rushing yards last year, Dylan Gabriel. He had 89 carries for 315 yards and six touchdowns. Jeez, a good chunk of that came in the one Nebraska run that he had. That'll be higher than last year. Yeah, he had a long of 61. Not only will that be higher than last year, it could take him maybe eight games to get to that, eight, nine games. To get to those numbers from a year ago? I think he'll have 315 yards rushing by by the Iowa State game. Jeez. <laughs> Dang. And, and not, now, it's kind of hard because of the sack situation and everything in college football. Man. but And three? Well, that's just three. You're saying going into the Iowa State game? Yeah, that will be the fifth game. Yeah, okay. So in four games. Oof. Man, he'll be burning it up on the ground, all right? I think he's going to. Well, I do too, but now, four games. Now, I guess, I guess maybe there's a chance that they they maybe don't do near as much of that early until they need it, so maybe I'm jumping the gun on that a little bit. But I'll just say this. I think he's going to have a much better year running the football. Interception? What'd you say? The interception number was at six. six. I'm, I, uh, you're giving me the option of that's the same from last year. I'm, I'm I'll take that. I yeah, think Baker, I, the year he won his Heisman, had six interceptions. I think six is a good number. Um, the interception number is way lower for quarterbacks now than it's ever been. A lot of it's how they, how they operate. Higher completion percentage, lower interceptions because of the easier throws and the shorter throws and. 
six is a good number. Like you never know when a pass is going to get tipped or a receiver drops it and bounces off his shoulder pad and someone picks it off. So it's hard to go much lower than six, like to predict it. Sure. Like if you're if you're in single digits, for the most part, you've done pretty good. Zane says it's kind of amazing how little curiosity there is around DG, the player with the highest impact by far on how OU season goes. That's kind of what I, I was saying earlier is he's been the most criticized player this offseason, and yet they're still not, how's Dylan Gabriel looking? How, how's he faring so far this offseason? As much as you would think for a starting quarterback at OU. Yeah, I think I think there's a chance that I, if he has, like if he throws for 4,000 yards or so, I mean, I think there's a chance that he could be like really close to one of the like leading in all-time passing yards in college football. Yeah, he'll get the top ten with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, st- he stays healthy all year long, has a good year. He'll finish – Maybe number 10 all-time in passing yards, college football history. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, 405, guys, if we go 8-4 and and a bowl win and finish 9-4, and would that be nice improvement or would Sooner Nation be pissed? Oh, Sooner Nation will be pissed at 9-4. and Be pissed. Um, Now, obviously, it depends on who those losses are to. And whenever you look at it right now, it's really hard to find four losses. Um. So I don't think there's any way to, regardless of what people tell you now, I don't think there's any way to come out of this season without winning ten games and people yeah be happy about it. The way I the I mean the expectations of this year, the difference between success and failure is pretty easy for me to see. Ten wins or more, and let's start talking about it. Anything less than that is, I think, will be looked at as a failure. Yep. And honestly, man, like, yes, yeah, someone can rise up on the schedule, but that someone's going to have to be Kansas or West Virginia or BYU or Cincinnati. You get the point. I don't care yep. if those teams run. Oh, oh, you shouldn't be losing to teams like that. Right. It's ten wins or bust. Yeah, I agree. Does that does it the ten wins or burst? Does that count if you get the tenth win in a bowl game? No, no, it's ten no? wins. No, ten wins regular season. Because Woo! because nine and three, where are you going at nine and three? Maybe to the pop, Alamo Pop Tarts Alamo Bowl. I, I guess you could play a good team in the Alamo Bowl out of the Pac twelve, but no, you lose three games in the regular season. That's that's not three game. You lose three games in the regular season. That means you miss out on the conference title game for the third consecutive year. Not necessarily. You could lose to Tulsa and only have two conference losses and still make the title game. If I could guarantee you a loss to Tulsa, but you win the Big 12 title game, would you take it? I don't know that I would. Uh, neither. I don't know that I would because, buddy, I, every every week until that actually happened would be total hell. And I don't know that it would ever well, it's gonna get be, any better. It's going to be like that now with recruiting. Everyone's like really on edge now and upset. Oh, yeah. I mean, no one – the next 12 days are not going to be great. If they get David Stone, I think we'll be, all right, yeah, okay, cool. Finally got five-star defensive lineman. Let's go. But, geez, if that didn't happen in 12 days. David Stone told Miami two weeks ago that he was going. (laughs) Is that what we're going to hear? It was actually Michigan State that finished second behind Miami. Oh, he was third. (laughs) Golly. Woo. 
What a day. All right, quick timeout, final timeout. Uh, last chance to get a text in, 651-3439, Knippelmeyer text line. We'll be back. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Apache Casino Hotel is bringing back Cash Dash. Earn entries all month long by simply playing your favorite slot machine. Hourly drawings will be held Friday and Saturday nights from 6 p.m. to midnight for $1,000 cash. Make a dash for any unclaimed cash at 12.30 a.m. and you could walk away with $7,000. So make a dash for the cash at Apache Casino Hotel, where you always win the most. See Players Club for full details. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Attention all Sooner fans. Don't miss your chance to secure your seats for the 2023 Oklahoma football season today. Season tickets start at $400, and being a season ticket holder is the only way to guarantee the best seats for all six home games. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit Soonersports.com slash commit23. That's Soonersports.com slash commit23. Or contact the OU Athletic Ticket Office by phone at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Fiener Home and Chapel in Moores continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've, You've got, got our, our word on it. Whether you live in or visit Norman this summer, Visit Norman wants to encourage you to eat, shop, stay, and play local. Visit Signature Custom Pool and Patio, Norman's premier patio spa, outdoor kitchen, and pool accessory destination. Let the Signature team give your pool the signature service. K&N Furniture Consignment on Main Street offers you a shopping experience like no other. They offer pre-loved furniture at a fraction of the price. Plus, you can also find fabrics, upholstery, window treatments, custom bedding, and wallpaper. Come see it for yourself at K&N Furniture Consignment. Play at Sooner Bowling Center this summer. If you are serious about fun or serious about bowling, they have you covered. Sooner Bowling Center features 24 lanes, a newly remodeled arcade, and the spare time grill. Shop local to build relationships, receive better customer experience, and get personal service. So remember, eat, shop, play, and stay this summer in Norman. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Center is one of the leaders in orthopedics and podiatry surgery in the state. With six orthopedic surgeons and one podiatrist, along with on-site PT and one of the largest open MRIs in the state, they are able to diagnose, treat, and help with recovery for a wide range of injuries. With offices located across the state, they are never too far away. Give them a call at 405-364-7900 or visit them on the web at orthonorman.com for appointments or more information. Now. We tend not to think about now. We dream about tomorrow, relive yesterday. But right now in front of us is victory over cancer. 
Right now, cancer research funded by the V Foundation is leading to better treatments and saving lives. Victory over cancer is there for the taking by you. Because today's cancer research is tomorrow's victory. Learn more at V.org. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Hey, I'm Reba McIntyre. Growing up in Oklahoma, I had big dreams of becoming a successful country music singer. But I also knew the odds were against me and that I needed an education to fall back on. Studying never got in the way of my dreams. In fact, school gave me lots of opportunities I wouldn't have had otherwise with my career. Please stay in school and try your best. You never know where a good education might take you. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. know what to do if you're stuck on the railroad crossing? Get out of your vehicle. If a train is not approaching, find the blue and white emergency notification system sign on the traffic signs at the crossing. For help, call the number on the sign and give them the crossing number so they know your location and can alert train traffic. Remember, find the blue and white to save your life. All right, final segment of the day, which loyal listener Mitch was at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond today, enjoying oh. his Monday afternoon. He said, hey, boys, just getting ready for the gridiron giveaway that you're Dude. having up here at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond next Monday from noon to 7. I forgot about that. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm excited about that uh, to see how this thing goes. Now, it's a little bit different than the basketball situation because – I, I think I we're gonna draw a bunch of teams, but there's like four or five teams. If you draw Michigan you, State, like if you draw um, Northern Iowa, it's like well, okay, you know, not great, but you know maybe I they can make that, the Sweet Sixteen. Texas Christian made it to the Natty last year, so I mean maybe there's more, but let's like, se- to win it. Let, be, let's sell that to be excited yeah. about your team. Well, TCU went all the way to the title last year. <laughs> Say that for about 65 of the teams. That's going to be fun, though, because... We have a lot of instant giveaways. Like, you can just be hanging out. We call your name. Hey, here's 100 bucks. Have fun. So it's not just about the teams. The instant giveaways all day long are a big part of it as well. And listen, let's be honest. This is a this is a football station, okay? And and we, we love all the other sports, but that's what really moves the needle, so... I think this is an awesome idea, and um, I can't wait. I, I hope a ton of people show up. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, what's the like, what's the big opinion today? The number we one? suck at recruiting. Okay. We can't get any defensive linemen. Other than that, okay, oh. we've established that for three hours now. Like, just college football as a whole with the NIL. If a program like Missouri is going to get the number one overall player, does the, the, would one have one big point about where the sport's headed or where it's at right now, or is it just a yeah, unique well, circumstance? Call me when Missouri makes a uh, college football semifinal. Okay. Yeah. By the way, you don't want Missouri as your team on Monday. Don't right. Draw, don't draw Missouri. Yeah, so I don't think there's any real big change. I think uh, I, I still believe that the NIL is helping the better teams. I could be wrong on that. Time will tell. Um I don't know. I, it, it's frustrating. I know Oklahoma fans are upset. Um, it's not over with that whole situation. Remember, we've still got a long time before signing day. Not to say that we have much of a chance there, but you never know what could happen. Um, I don't know. It's a frustrating one. We'll just have to get over it. 
All right, you guys killed it today on the text line. As always, you drive the show. We're just along for the ride. Thanks to Newcastle. It's time for Pacifico. We're out of here. Closing time. One last call for alcohol. So finish your whiskey or beer. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans. KREF, Norman, Oklahoma. And streaming live on the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Sports app. Free agent running back Ezekiel Elliott says he is signing with the Patriots. He spent the first.